everybody. Welcome to Whistle While You Work podcast. You're listening to episode 51, Tron Light Cycle Run Review. Tron Light Cycle Run Review. Tron Light Cycle Run Review. Tron. We were we were really practicing that as we got prepared because that's it's kind of a lot of words. It, I mean, it's kind of a lot of words for a ride, isn't it? Uh, it is a lot of words for a ride. And you know what? No one's going to call it that. They're just going to straight up call it Tron. Tron. Yeah. But... That's okay. I mean, I I can understand that they had to add something to it because there's a movie just called Tron. Like, they can't just call it Tron. Well, it's interesting. There's a lot of rides that have long names, and we don't call it that. We don't call it the Seven Dwarves Mine Train. We either call it Seven Dwarves or Mine Train, right? We don't call it the whole thing. Right. We don't call it Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Right. We either call it Ratatouille or some people will call it Remy, right? Yeah. So, um, you know... Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Breakout. Soaring around the world. Soaring around the world. Who calls it that? Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, right? That one's even more a tongue twister. When you're in California, they're both just guardians. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if our uh, introduction didn't clue you in on what we were talking about today, we are talking about the ride we just experienced in Walt Disney World. On the very first day of previews. Yes. Well, they had previews for cast members, but we. Well, yeah, but that doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were doing they were doing ride testing with cast members. Right. So, you know, there, I did have a little bit of I had a little bit of in the back of my mind. I'm like, have they tested this enough? Like, I don't usually get afraid on roller coasters, but there was a little bit of me like, is this really safe? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you didn't they have that. tested it. I didn't have that at all. <laughs> I was not. That's the thing. It's the difference between going to Six Flags and Disney World and Universal, right? Like yeah. I go to Six Flags and I'm like, I might die today. <laughs> and I go to Universal Disney World. I'm like, I'm perfectly safe. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, I'm sure there have been problems, but luckily we we survived to to live to do this episode for you guys to I tell am, you all about. I it. am so excited. And again, big spoiler alert. So if you are if you don't want to know about this attraction before you experience it for yourself, then you can just save this episode yep, go for on later. To 52. Um and just wait till yeah, 52 or go listen to an old one or something, but cuz we're going to we are not holding back. We're going to tell you yeah. what we did. Because we're just too excited well, to hold I it to was, ourselves. I was hesitant to do this episode because I'm the type of person that I'm like, don't spoil it for me. Well, and in fairness, we both made sure that we didn't watch spoilers before we went. Like, I didn't watch anything our from son, Shanghai. Our youngest did. Yep, yeah, our youngest did. But I didn't watch any of the videos from Shanghai. Or right? here, yeah. I didn't watch any of the videos that came out from here, even though my friends were sending them to me. Um, I wanted to be completely fresh, completely unexpected. And boy, was that a treat. Well, I just, I was telling our oldest that when we were in line, we were like finally to the, we'll we'll explain a lot about the ride, but like we were finally to the part where we were about to get on the ride. And the people in front of us were like, this is a great ride. And I'm like, how have you done this? Because for us, you only got to do it once. It wasn't like multiple times. And they're like, yeah, we went to the one in Shanghai and I was so worried that they were going to like ruin it for me. I'm like, don't yeah. tell me yeah, anything yeah. like I have made it. I have made it this far. Yeah. And like you're telling me like a minute before I get on, someone's going to like and I don't know what they could have ruined. But like anyway, it was. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. I don't like spoilers. I don't either. So I, I don't I don't either. So, so we're going to spoil it for all of you. We're going to spoil it for all of you if that is if that is your wish. And we're going to go into a little more detail because some of the stuff we'll talk about, we're going to talk about actually the uh, pass holder preview 
experience. Experience in and of itself, right? Which that people, way, people aren't, probably aren't going to care that much about that. Maybe not, but, but, but maybe some of you are pass holders like we have been, and this was our very first time to do a pass holder preview, right? Yeah. So this is, this is, and if I had known some of this stuff in advance, it probably would have changed our experience yeah. a little bit, um, but we didn't know. I don't know, but we did. We, we, did we would have lined up a lot sooner. I know, but we did Winnie the Pooh, which we never do. And I thought that that was great that we got to do that. Otherwise, we would have been in line and missing Winnie the Pooh. So anyway, we're jumping in our story already. I know. Okay, Um, so I I do want to say if you haven't seen Tron Legacy, the movie, I would recommend watching it before this. I feel like or if it's been a while since you've seen it, you probably should should watch it again. Yeah, I feel like out of all the rides that go with movies and things, this one did the least of like like filling in any sort of gap or any backstory. It was just like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, could you see that from that perspective? Yeah, there, there, you know, one of the things that's interesting is um, the Guardians rides, Frozen, like you have you have characters from the movie right. that are part of the attraction. Yeah. They're part of the pre-show. They're telling you what's going on. You actually don't get any of that here. Yeah, which like, I think is... All. Part, and that, part of the and, point. And that's still, that's still pretty cool. Because we're jumping into a video game, right? Like, Well, and that's the thing is you're not necessarily jumping into the role of Sam Flynn or Kevin Flynn, right? right? You're you and you're playing the game. And remember, the movie Tron is called Tron because it was based off of a video game that was made for the movie, right? right. Called Tron. And these light cycles go around. It Wait, was the there old, was a video game. It was the old snake game. Wait, so a, there's a video game, then there was the movie. Well, the, the, right. the, the, there's the movie and the video game is part of the movie. Right. But right. all the video game really is, is it's the old snake game on Atari. Okay. Right. Where you have the snake going around. Yeah, you yeah. try not to run into the walls. Well, in this case, the game was your light cycle and you're trying to get the other person to crash into you. Basically like the snake. Oh, and now See, with that, that background, yeah. now you understand what we just did was yeah. exactly that. Yeah. We were racing light cycles on the grid. Right. Oh my gosh. See, I needed more backstory before I even went in. So I, again, I would watch the movie. It's a great movie. Our, yeah. our kids love it. I have listened to it probably a hundred times and only seen it two or three because we yeah. listened to that movie in the car I, and I'm the I driver. Think, <laughs> I think I've listened to it over a hundred times. I've probably seen it 15 or 20, Yeah, but, but yeah, I've, I've listened to it far more. I mean, I could recite it so word for word. That that brings up a good por- point of this this whole attraction area is that they have Tron music the whole times, and I was very cued into that because I know that music very well because yeah. I've heard it a lot. Which, by the way, that is one of the greatest movie soundtracks in my opinion of all time. It is literally on my top five list. Yes. Um, and so to walk into that area of the park. This is part of Tomorrowland. Yeah. And then to kind of go up the bridge and then now be immersed in different music, different experience. Like it gave me chills. Yeah. It was so cool. I have to say by the end of our hour, maybe hour and a half that we were over there, I was kind of like, okay, I can't listen to this music anymore. I'm done. <laughs> so that's just me. I'm that sure is that- you because I got on the airplane and I put the soundtrack on. Yeah, and no, then we're I different. Asleep. But I just have to say like there, I did get to a point where I was like, okay, I can't. Can't listen to the same loop again and again, but um, that was just me. Um, okay, so do we want to talk about the passholder preview experience? Yeah, I th- okay. let's let's just talk about the whole thing, and then then we'll dig into the ride, right? So you know, 
backing up, remember, we were fortunate that we were able to snag a pass holder preview. Yeah. Um, they they announced it two or three days beforehand that they were going to do it and to watch for an email from them. And then I was wise and didn't wait for the email and found the link beforehand so that we could get in line virtually. Yes. And when I took our kid to school, I left my phone with you. Yes. And, and I, you were able to snag it because we were in there. I followed the instructions and got it. Yes. Yeah. So we, so we were able to snag it. And what that meant was, is that as pass holders, provided that our pass was valid for the day of the preview. Right. So in other words, no blackout dates or anything. Yeah. And, and it was. We were going to be able to go and experience this. And so they made a park reservation for us and everything right. to go to Magic Kingdom on the day of our preview, which was Saturday, March Fourth. Right. And just to, just to understand a preview is is doing something before it's open to the general public. Yeah. So yeah. only a few people are are using them. Yeah. Yep. And so you you we received basically a special ticket for it mm-hmm. and it was just added to our accounts. And so so if you remember, like when you go through lines for like Rise of the Resistance and they'd had the folks out there with the iPad scanning your magic bands, that's what they did for us. Yeah. And there was a bunch of them. They had they had. So we. By the time we got there at three, thinking we should get there at three because that was our thing, um, there was a giant line that wrapped from, it started at where like the, um, what's the name of that? The Tomorrowland Light and Power Company. Yeah. So that's the name of the souvenir shop. Yep. The Space Mountain gift shop. Yeah. So it started there and then it wrapped all the way around to basically the entrance of the Speedway. Yeah. There was a big line and we were like, oh my gosh, we... We've done it all wrong. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. Like the sun is beating on us. It's it's March, but it was like yeah, eighty five yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, and we had a digital reservation at Epcot at, at four fifty, <laughs> which wasn't the best planning, but that was the best I could do. But yeah, um, so we were a little bit like, how is this all going to work? But I was totally fine missing that reservation. I was like, this yeah, is what we're here. This for. This is what we were here for. Yeah. And so what was cool was we got this reservation, and that day we were like, all right, we're going. And the first thought was. Hey, we'll just fly in that morning and we'll fly home that evening. Yeah. Like that was our first thought. We were, just we're pass holders, to go to that. Yeah. you know, um, on Southwest, you're my companion. So we only had to buy one plane ticket. Like this was going to be super cheap, cheap yeah. to just go and do it. And then of course we couldn't contain ourselves. We're like, let's stay the night and, well, and hit a park our, the next the morning flight too. Was the, the last flight of the day was six o'clock and I was like, I don't know if we're going to make that. And I don't, I think it would have been a stretch for us to get to It would have been, it would have been a stretch. We would have made it, but. It would also have been lame. Yeah, to just leave right afterwards. Yeah. So anyway, we we did once once we were in line, they reassured us that like once they start scanning. Once they started, it, it was gonna go fast. And it did. Yeah. And it did. Like it went mega fast. I couldn't believe how fast it went. There was um they said they had nine people out there scanning, scanning. people in. Okay. And it seemed like they were I guess they did have to scan each of us. It wasn't just one per party. But yeah, yeah. yeah. It and the and the I, I, we just didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Um, so that was. So so chance. here's our tip. You know, future pass holder previews. If you want to not wait super long, then just get there earlier, right? Um, Before because your my time. my concept was they were going to just scan you in and you'd go and wait in line. You right. know, but give they or took, take fifteen minutes, and they were, it was going to be open. No, that they, was not they the wanted case. To take groups at a time. They were taking groups in, and so there was a three o'clock group, there was a four o'clock group, yeah. and et cetera, et cetera. And so you were waiting in line until it was time for you to go. And it wasn't the end of the world to be at the end because it did give us more time to like take pictures and like experience the area because once our time was up, they weren't going to let us just like roam yeah. around. And over there. once you once you left, you were not going to get to go back in. And I'll tell you this much too. What was cool is even though we were 
towards the back of that line and it was super long. Like we were completely finished, including with the ride itself within that hour. Right. So it was pretty much right at four o'clock, four o five or so when we were leaving the Tron Tron attraction area to try and hit the monorail to get over to Epcot. So I think we should talk a little bit about the outside. So I, I think the outside is part of the experience because almost right away you're super close to the light cycles on the track and yeah. it's and you get you get all of a sudden you're like oh my gosh like you see how fast they're going like yeah. you see how they're like in the light cycle and um anyway i just think that that's cool that they yeah. they kind of hype you up very early on in in the line well you know the only attraction that comes to mind that's similar to this in in terms of how close you are to the actual roller coaster while you're standing in the queue is Slinky Dog, right? Slinky Dog is right oh, along yes, the walkway. Yes. But I feel like this is even closer. Like you are literally yeah. like right next to that coaster in a couple of spots when it zips by yeah. as you're walking through the queue up into the canopy. Yeah. Well, and we didn't know what part of the ride that experience was, but once we did it, we realized that's basically the first. That's the, yeah. That's, that's the, the takeoff almost yeah. is, is the outdoor stuff that you see. So anyway. So again, another, spoilers, hopefully yeah, everyone's again, okay it, hearing. Lots of spoilers. And the next part is, is what helped us realize this too, was that actually the overwhelming majority of that ride was, is indoors. Okay? Right. Yeah. So there is this section that's outdoors, but, but we've been looking at it from a distance for so long. I didn't know how much was going on outside. And we kind I of got a preview of the preview when we were on the train. Remember we went yeah. through the train and we were yeah. able to be right but you still there. you still could only see that little small portion. You didn't know yeah. how much more there Sensitive, was to yeah. it. Um, so that was really interesting to me. And, yeah. that, and that was right at the beginning of the of the launch. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing about the outside is the canopy. I mean, we've a lot of us that have been going to Disney for years now have seen this canopy, but it was cool to be in it and and how like really it did protect you from the sun like you oh could oh my gosh randy just thought it was the coolest thing like the design that's on the canopy fabric i guess i don't yeah. know if it's fabric but um just when you look at this you shouldn't look at the sun but like you can hear though yeah. right like this thing was so uv resistant that it actually changed the color of the sun as you looked at it and so you could look directly where the and and again we were there at three o'clock so yeah, the sun's still very, pretty high yeah, it was really hot it was really clear that day I mean yeah. it was an absolutely gorgeous day yeah. but all of a sudden I looked up at the canopy and I see this literally like fire red yeah. dot yeah. and it was just a dot that was it and you could tell that was the sun and I'm like oh my gosh like it is literally blocking <laughs> everything out. This is so funny because that's that's at the end of the ride where she's like, I've never seen the sun. It's bright. It's warm. Yeah. What does he say? He says it in some weird, dumb voice, but yeah. like <laughs> in the bright, movie. It's warm. It's round. Hate sand. Oh, wait, wrong movie. <laughs> sounded like him. <laughs> but yeah, that's so funny that 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 we I just made that connection. But anyway, um, the other thing that being outside and near the canopy was. I hadn't realized from a distance that they have netting underneath the tracks. Um, and I think we've both concluded that it's for falling objects, yeah. not people, but like yeah, objects yeah. that might definitely. Yeah. I mean, maybe people, but if you have, if you have that problem, we got much bigger issues <laughs> yes, here. We do. 
but it's for falling objects. So, you know, they do provide a locker. We'll talk about that in a second where you're supposed to store all of your loose stuff. And even then there's a part of the ride itself where you can store stuff. But of course, someone's going to have things in there. And so they've got this netting there to kind of protect, because remember, we just said it. You're in the, the coaster's right next to you. Yeah, you're in the and queue. And so the last thing you want to have is yeah. someone's phone flying out of whatever at like 60 miles an hour because yeah. that's how fast it's going. Yeah. If someone in line, that'd be bad. So they have some netting there to kind of protect against yeah. that. Yeah, and I will say that once it becomes a normal queue, like like no virtual queue, no nothing. Like if you're waiting outside for that ride, like in that spot where you're seeing the canopy and whatever, you you should count on two hours. Like yeah. I yeah. think that's easy yeah because it weaves it weave like the line would weave even before you get to the awning like the covered part and that weaves a lot and then once you get inside we'll talk about how there's like a part that is part of the ride experience but then even after that like you probably have another hour after that experience till you actually get to the ride it's it it could be it could be it reminds me a lot of at universal studios the velocicoaster queue Mm, okay mm -hmm. um and it also reminds me a lot of the Disneyland Space Mountain queue. Okay, so Disneyland Space Mountain, this is an interesting, right? You're going to spend actually most of the time outside rather than inside. Yeah. And it's going to be on the roof up there, right? He's on the roof. He's on the roof. That's, from, that's a line from Tron. Okay. <laughs> I'm so telling you, we have listened to this movie a lot. We know it. All of a sudden, it's coming. He's on the roof. So, um, <laughs> As you walk in, the the entrance to the attraction to this area is right next to the they Tomorrowland. They can see your hands that you're going upwards. They can see. They can feel my hands yeah, we as I draw this out. Okay? okay. It's right next to the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company. Right. Okay. And so wedged in between the Tomorrowland Speedway and Space Mountain, you're going to walk up this big ramp. And as you walk up this big ramp, you go under the canopy and there's the coaster, et cetera. And then you're going to get to the pre-queue is what I call it. This is the area of weaving that takes place before you actually get to the mark that has the wait time. And oh, the wait time yes. is now where you're going to weave again Yeah, so before there, you there actually could be get inside the building. Yeah, there could be substantial waiting outdoors. So so I think you're right. I would, I would bet that it wouldn't be unreasonable to assume that this could be an hour and a half to a two-hour wait in the pre-queue, so underneath the canopy before you reach the yeah. um, the expected I don't wait think, time. I mean, that's not an issue. I don't think Guardians is still a virtual queue. I think we're talking a few yeah. years from now. So yeah, like, yeah. I wouldn't worry about this. When, well, yeah, when they yeah. have people lining up like that is, yes. is when they're going to have that. Yes. It's not going to launch that way. It's going to launch with the virtual queue. It's going to launch pretty much exactly like Guardians. Yeah, there, will be a, yeah. there will be a paid individual lightning lane, and then there will be a virtual queue that you can sign up for starting at 7 a.m. yeah. yeah. But they definitely have enough real estate there for you to be waiting for quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so the other thing that was cool about the outdoor waiting area, you'll have to explain the one thing over with the the laser. The laser thing. I don't. You're gonna have to explain that part because I didn't understand that because I don't remember the movie that well. But I do know that there was a place where you know, like with Dumbo and a lot of the rides, like Test Track, there's like a vehicle outside so that like people and wheelchairs can like can I transfer like am I gonna be able to do this kind of get the experience of, of the sizing yeah. and the seat belt and whatever and so they had two light cycles where you could go and sit and and get well, get on and not sit what's what's the word ride but when you're you're on a horse you um, mount mount I guess yeah that 
Those are all good words to use here, right? Because basically, picture, you're not sitting like you're getting you're getting on a crotch rocket. Okay, <laughs> that's what these light cycles are, and you should be aware that you're gonna have to you're gonna have to sit in a way that you were not used to sitting in a roller coaster. Right. Yeah. So if you have if you've done um, Hagrid's, it, well, not even Hagrid's. If you've done Flight of Passage, oh yeah, that's probably the most similar to it because yeah. of the way you have to get on and you're going to mount and you're going to put your legs and feet in, into a certain spot. But this is actually even more extreme. Yeah, you're literally kind of stomach first, almost laying flat with like your Superman. legs behind you, like Feels, Superman. Yeah. And you're going to put your legs into a spot onto onto uh, the stirrups. Yeah, and yeah. you're going to push back while you're pulling. And they the they do such a good you. job of explaining how to. Like, if they you're do. paying it, if you hopefully are paying enough attention, they they explain it so many times. Yeah. And the process of this, what it's doing is, is it's taking the back plate and it's rubbing it up to your back so that you are so you'll know this is what it's like to be secure and yeah. right. It doesn't lock in place. Yeah. But you can feel it. And by the way, that back plate's really cool because that's actually the disc. Your, that's actually your disc, right? But I was going to say, backing up way back when we were first in, approaching, getting over into that area, from a distance, you can't really see all of the back stuff. All you can see yeah. is the disc. And you're like, oh my gosh, this looks so cool. And yeah. like, as you get closer, you realize that like you are really, like that back thing is pretty substantial. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so all of that being said, like there's a place to go and try it out, see if you fit. Um, that was kind of a, a dicey situation. There were some people that just where they carried their weight in their body, it was it was kind of like, I don't know if we're going to fit. They do have other um, type of seats if your body doesn't yeah. configure to. There's there's a couple a of coasters cycle. where in the back there is one where you can sit. Rocket, like just like a roller like, coaster. Like a regular roller yeah, yeah. coaster, right? Probably, not- I'm thinking like Big Thunder Mountain. I didn't actually see one. I did. Did you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I saw one. And um, there, it, there's actually space for two people there okay. or, or, you know, maybe one person if necessary. But yeah, right? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you're going to get a different experience. The the coaster is still going to be awesome, yes. but you're not going to be riding a motorcycle yeah. to kind of do it at a light cycle. And so, but I thought it was helpful. It's that really they had helpful. There. Yeah. And I had, I had someone recently reach out to me and ask me um, and he asked, he said, Hey, we're going sometime in the summer do they have a place for you to see if you're going to fit on yeah, yeah. the attractions? And I said, in most cases, in some cases, yes. I said, you know, here's the thing about Disney attractions in the first place. Most of them are not intense extreme. Right. They're, I mean, you can put the total number of extreme ones on both one. of my hands. Yeah. Right. Maybe yeah. even one. one. Yeah. If you're really talking about it. you got Everest, you got rock and roller coaster, rock and roller coaster. Cause space mountain, I do not consider to be one of the no. extreme ones. Right. Now you've got Tron. Yeah. Um, Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy. I, yeah. Just at Disney World, right? I, I mean, yeah. Right? And Credit you Coaster. Know, Credit Coaster at Disneyland. Disneyland right? yeah. But, I mean, there's just not a lot of extreme Dream, coasters. Yeah. And so they don't have a lot of demo vehicles because it's not necessary. But this is one where no. actually for your safety, because of the way the ride is configured, yeah. you're going to have to meet the size and weight requirements yeah. to be able to ride the light cycle. And yeah. if you don't, they do have an accommodation for you. Oh, that's right. I do. We did see one. It, yeah, was, it was right uh, before us. Yeah. Cause the kid. Yeah. Cause yeah. they lined us up in the one where we were going to, we were like, we don't want to be in this. We want to be on a light yeah. cycle. And they're yeah. like, no, it's the next ride. It'll be regular. Yeah. But yeah, that one family that got off yeah. cause he was having neck issues. Um, so they're not going to turn you away. Yeah. So I want you to be aware of that. But I've I, been to I've been to some parks where at Universal there are coasters where you cannot. Right. They will say, "Hey, you're going to have to put in here and see." And if you don't meet it, this yeah. is not for you. They have an accommodation for you to do this, and I think that's really kind of cool. Yeah. 
Well, and the other thing... Um, and that's particularly true, by the way, that's particularly true if, uh, for instance, you're disabled and you are missing a limb. Yeah. Okay? You, because you, yeah. you, you do have, have to, to have two legs and two arms and two working hands, functioning hands yes. and feet to be able to do it this way. Yeah. If you do not, that's There's okay. You can option. ride it. There is another option. Yeah. Well, and I will say that area where there's two of them side by side and they have a cool backdrop, like it's a cool place to take a picture. So I'm yeah. assuming there's going to be a photo pass opportunity there. In the I would future. hope so. You know, for us, it was neat. There was a cast member there who was happy to take Just pictures help. with yeah. our phones. Yeah. Right. That was great. I, I wish they'd put a, a photo pass person out there, but that was not part of the, part preview. the preview. Yeah. So, um, OK, so that's kind of the canopy area of the waiting area. Um, why don't you explain the laser beam thing. Okay. So understand. once you, once you get to where you're going to check in for your virtual queue, your lightning lane, where it will show, where the, standby show time. the standby wait times yeah. when that eventually comes up, um, you're going to weave through a small queue there. And that is where the digitizer is. Okay. Okay. So if you remember, and this goes back to the original movie as well as Tron legacy. Okay. There is this laser digitizer that's the thing that actually zaps you and sends you onto the grid. Oh, and so, so it, it was, was perfectly huge, placed. That's right. It was perfectly placed and it's gigantic, right? Because really what it does is it's shrinking you down to put you on a circuit board. Right. Because after that, right after that, you go inside and it's And it immediately looks after that, digitized. you go inside and, and now all of a sudden you're, you're on the grid. You've got the cool neons and you got the lights and everything. Yeah. And I wish we I lived in that world for real because that would be so much more exciting than what we have right now. Oh, that was a rant. <laughs> like, I want trees. I don't know if I want to live on circuits, but but you're like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'd be on the grid. Okay, that makes a lot more sense because very shortly after the laser beam thing and you actually go in is when you have like the stretching room experience or yeah. the experience right before Flight of Passage where they're kind of explaining what's happening a little bit. Um that makes sense that it's there because I, I was like, but you still have like an hour long wait after that. So I was like, I didn't get it. But I guess since you're in there and now you're at this point, you're in the grid or you're yeah. on the grid. In. I think it was about 30 minutes from that point. After, For us. But I'm just saying inside. like they didn't have us weaving through like it could have been. So there was a lot of area there. Yeah. In in the digitizer area, there was not a lot of weaving. It, it could definitely be more compact. Once you yeah. get inside the building past the digitizer, there's not a lot of weaving. We actually. No, I think there was. I think yeah. there was. You think there was? Yeah. Hmm. I remember seeing it and thinking, oh, my goodness, this is still a substantial weight once you get inside. It'll be interesting. Anyway, so, yeah, so our experience with the stretching room type of place, like what would you call that, a staging area? Or staging, something? well, where, where are you talking about? The, like right after you walk in the doors? No, no, not the, the blue hallway. Then you go around the corner and then there was that room where they did the thing and then the, the, the glass changed and we were able to see the ride. yeah. That's like a staging area. Yeah, basically. So anyway, that experience for us was kind of a little bit wonky because they didn't have us in the room set before it started. So we kind of like saw the second half of what was supposed to happen and kind of missed it. And so I was like, well, why don't we just wait so we, around? We hung back. Yeah, we're and, like, let's and just... the door closes automatically. And, and it so looks I was like, like a wall. And it looks like a wall. Yeah. And so we just stopped and waited. And you're staring at this glass, glass. window, okay? But, and it looks but like you a don't screen. think it's a window. Yeah. It looks like a video screen yeah. because it's showing video. Yeah. And this was one of the coolest things I've ever seen done. Yeah. Right. So they, they I don't remember what they said, 
They said something. They tell you about what's about to happen, what you're going to do. They're talking about the fact that you are about to go race and we're racing for Team Blue. Okay, right? yeah, yeah, that's right. And then you got orange out there and red, red and white and yeah. all those good. But we're racing for Team Blue and the object is to to win. Yeah. Okay. And it's really short. It doesn't last very long. Right. And then and you're watching the video yeah. and then all of a sudden this sound happens. It's like, boom. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, the screen is gone. The screen's gone. You can see down into the where glass. they're taking off. Well, it becomes pure glass. It's, it's translucent. And it's timed right when the that ride, there's like a the, group. The group of light cycles takes off. Takes for the off. Next go. They do like, the launch. Oh, my gosh. That was so cool. <laughs> so cool. And then right after that, like, you don't have to wait long. They open up the wall or whatever. Yeah. And there's a passageway. And then you're, like, in the room where the launch happens. Yeah. And, and, and that room reminds so me cool. a lot of the way they're doing um guardians cosmic rewind okay you're gonna go in and they're actually loading on two sides okay no so you're thinking about the wrong room so you're I'm talking about the loading area oh well i was talking about what you see from the window Remember? Yeah, yeah yeah but we're past that now because we walked through the door well, no, but we walked once you go through that glass area and there's the door. So the people that are loading on two sides, are they have to go around a little corner and then they yeah. get ready to yeah, launch. Yeah. yeah. So I you just see one. About, I wouldn't talk about the launch now. I talk about we just walked through the door. You said we walked through the door. We walked through the door of the glass thing and then yeah. you see the launch. But you don't. that's not the area where you see people getting on the ride. That's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about now we're walking through a line that's taking us to where we're going to load. Okay, but we. But I thought you talked about like the lockers and stuff. I didn't even mention the lockers yet. So you, you okay? I I get where you're at now. What did you want to say? I don't about even that? know where I'm at. Now. <laughs> where am I at? Because I forgot all about the lockers. <laughs> I was ready to get on the ride. I'm ready to go again right now. <laughs> anyway, I. The way I remember it, after you get you get to the area where the people are launching, and then you got to queue up a bunch, and they they give you the instructions on like how to sit on the light cycle and pull it forward and all yeah. that stuff, and then you go to the locker area, yeah, and then you go to the loading area that's like guardians. I think it's fair. Yeah. I, so the point to be made is once you're watching these people take off and launch, don't feel like you're there yet because you're not. You got an hour, I would say. I think that's too long. I don't think it's. I think okay. it's maybe twenty minutes, maybe twenty five. My opinion. I don't think it's an hour. Okay. Because I don't remember. Honestly, I don't remember us not weaving through the available areas. We were basically in single file lines going through here, and so at that point, we were good. Okay. <laughs> you remember different. I remember different. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't we really matter. We were in a single file line. That's for sure. I just don't remember there being more place for us to get out of that. Single it's fine. File line. It's fine. It doesn't really matter. I just. It's. It's. Still substantial once you get inside. That's yeah. what I will say. Okay. Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> Where is our editor? We need to edit this whole little issue. <laughs> That's what makes this so fun. But people are listening like, do did did these people actually do it or not? I they're just making it up. They just watched a video and they're just <laughs> rehashing. They said on. they didn't watch a video. They didn't even go. They've never been to Florida. <laughs> He's never even played that snake game. <laughs> Now we sound like Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> well, I don't like that joke. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yes, um, there it was like Guardians in that regard where there was a lot of area and a lot of very quickly, easily okay, so loading onto the light cycles. I guess we better go back to the lockers then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
You walk you past and the your trans- enthusiasm. You walk past the translucent window. You go into the next area. You're going to walk around, and ultimately, you're going to get to a spot where you're going to have lockers. Right. Okay. This is really cool. We've seen this at Universal. This is the first time we've ever seen it at Disney. I'm sure they have it maybe in Shanghai, but we haven't been there. Yeah. But they have lockers for you to put your stuff in. And I will tell you this much. There was a lot of them. There was even like a level that I don't, you have to be a really giant, tall person. Yeah. Like it was, it was, you know, I'm six foot tall. It was too high for me to go up there and be able to put our stuff in and really see what was going on. So they, they are accommodating for everybody. Yeah. But here's what's cool. You know, the universal lockers, when you go on rides, they're free, they're complimentary. Universal, you use your park ticket. Here at Disney, you're going to use your magic band or Or your 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 magic mobile pass, right? Either way, it's going to work fine. And it scans and opens for you. It's complimentary. But these were big lockers. And that was cool. You could actually put your backpack in there. At Universal, you have to empty your backpack out, try and roll it up and shove it in. And then you'd have to undo. And that's what I think creates so much chaos at the lockers is people are trying to load and unload their bags. It didn't feel chaotic. I feel like there was a ton of space. This was so easy. And you just pick a spot and you just go. They weren't trying to like. And they were they were lit up blue if you could use it, and yeah. they weren't lit up if they were full. If it was if it was full, right? And so you're gonna you're gonna go to that locker, and on this side where you're at is where you're gonna put your stuff in. Yeah. And when you're leaving, you'll be on the other side of that wall. So the door is yeah, on there's both two sides, doors and that's locker. how you'll get it out. So you're not gonna come yeah. back to the same spot. You can't get in line again. <laughs> now, good news: the lockers are numbered, so remember your number. But if you don't, on your way out, there is a place for you to scan your magic band and tell you which one is your locker number. Yeah, I thought that so was that you funny. Could go get it. Okay, so don't <laughs> and it worry. Had four different languages. It's like which language do you speak? Yeah, like, yeah. like this. Obviously, if you don't remember this number, you're probably pretty discombobulated. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just a three-digit number, yeah. right? But if you can't, that's okay. They got you taken care of. I just put it on our phone. I just wrote it down on our phone because you still could carry your phone because you still yeah. want to watch while to wait and stuff yeah and so they don't make you get rid of your phone there's no metal detectors a little different from universal universal like nothing in your pockets right here this is like a please put your stuff away there's not a spot for your backpack so you definitely need to put that in there but if you want to hold on to your phone if you're not comfortable leaving your wallet you can do that you can take it with you interesting because it doesn't have inversions and rock and roller coaster does have inversions and many times i've just had bags at my foot you know at my feet for rock and roller coaster been fine so yeah yeah anyway it's interesting yeah no for sure so you get now you're past the lockers now we're at the loading area like guardians it loads on two sides it, it loads up i think we said there really, was 20 really quickly 20 There's on each 20 20 people per um thing are going to get on there's 10 rows train i don't know yeah basically I it's know. like a train yeah. right but there's 10 cars yeah Two people per car, and so 20 people yeah, at a time. Yeah, and they were very clear. I thought that was very helpful. If you're on the far side, um, you're walk light behind. cycle, you walk yeah. behind to load. And yeah. it's like they make it so it's flat, like you're not going to have to like jump yeah. over tracks or something, which would be not very dangerous. Not dangerous or anything yeah. like that, you know. And then you're going to get on, just like we explained yeah. at the beginning when we tested it out, and you're going to put your legs in. Well, you're going to have to mount your bike, yeah. and it, it is a little bit high of a hurdle. I don't know okay? why I couldn't think of the word mount. I was like, what is that? Yeah, and then, uh, and then you're going to get in, and you're going straddle. to put your legs That down. was the word I was trying to come up with. Well, that you straddle it after you yeah. mount it, right? Yeah, but that's yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. And then, and then they're going to come and do the safety check. Yeah. And then, oh my gosh, you're ready to go. Yeah. I, I, so I will just say, but I mean, we're going to talk about the actual ride experience, but to me... Getting on was pretty easy. Getting off, 
I actually, it took me a little bit of time. Yeah. I just could not figure out where my legs were or what to do with them. Or how was, to get it out. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you were yeah, struggling I had, too. I had the same thing. It was, it was a new experience and so it wasn't quite clear. But you get off at a different place than the next people get on. So it's not like people are just standing there staring at you. Right. Like, right. get off. Right. So. Yeah, again, it, it's intended. It's designed and built for fast loading. Yeah. Like, they're going to be able. And that's why I don't really think that once you get inside, your weight is super long. Like, I think they move so fast. Yeah. Okay. You're laughing at me, <laughs> but I can't wait to go and realize but you're just, that it's. I just want, I know your enthusiasm. Just, I just don't want people to think that, oh, well, it's only 20 minutes after I get inside because I think it's an hour. So yeah. just. Well, I'm like Ricky Bobby. I want to go fast. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know that about you. I didn't know you liked speed. <laughs> On our first date, I remember being like, oh my gosh, what is this guy? And I think you were trying to impress me and I was like, uh. <laughs> we went go-karting. It was awesome. Well, that was our second date when you picked me up for that choir concert and then we were going in your Jetta and you were just going so fast. And I was like, what? What's happening? Now I'm used to it. Now I just know this is how he drives. But Yeah. I didn't think I was going fast. I was being courteous. <laughs> Sure. I want to go fast. I want to go fast. Wrong movie. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yes. Yeah, so let's talk about the ride. So we did kind of already tell you about the the launch. So after you get get in, you go around a corner, and basically, very shortly after you launch, and you go outdoors. Yeah. And you go up. <laughs> you go up and sideways. Yeah. Right. And then you go back inside, but you go really fast. Yeah. So, so this cool. is this is their fastest coaster right yeah at this point no is it no, no i think no. rock and roller coaster um, no rock and roller coaster no it's not, it's um uh, test, test track, track is the fastest yeah. at 66.7 or something um but this is this is 60 miles an hour so this in terms of like a pure roller coaster this is the fastest one they have right. faster than everest faster than rock and roller coaster uh faster than guardians right okay yeah faster than the Incredicoaster. coaster is it faster than Incredicoaster? Oh, it was so Maybe. fun, guys. I just made that part. I, up. Just- I don't know. But it felt faster. See, this it was is why I don't trust his 20 It was definitely time. smoother. Okay. <laughs> definitely smoother. Um. Yeah. No, it was... I think we've been on launch coasters before, and we've been on fast, faster things before, but I think the difference here is that you're straddling a motorcycle, <laughs> and yeah. you're in this weird position where it's... You're going head first, you know, like I, it's just so, it's just so cool. It was, it was amazing. And so then the outdoor experience was, was awesome. And then I think that was a little bit like, like we kind of knew what that looked like because we've seen it, but all of a sudden then the ride really gets exciting because you're going into all the stuff that you have no idea what's coming when you get indoors. Yeah. And it's in the dark. Yeah. It's a dark roller coaster, like rock and roller coaster and that, and like, but not like Space Mountain. Yeah. But it's like rock and roller coaster, like Guardians of the Galaxy. And there is a cornucopia of visual stimulation taking place. <laughs> right? They ha- they do an awesome Someone's job. Someone's going to quote us on that one day, yeah, I think. cornucopia of visual stimulation. That should be like on the reviews, right? When they put <laughs> From it in Whistle the While You Work podcast. <laughs> Whistle While You Work podcast says five stars, a cornucopia of visual stimulation. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but the one lady couldn't think of the word straddle. <laughs> someone please quote us on that. That would be so awesome. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, they got the video screens where they got stuff going on. Um, 
you know, so, so for me, I have to just cut in. I think the coolest part was that you slow down and you speed up. It did feel like you were in charge. You like, you were on a motorcycle. Like you were like, okay, we're going to slow down, speed up. We're going up and down. And it, it just wasn't like. So the, the story here, right? Again, going back to the movie, the story here is you're on the grid, right? The challenge of the grid, we, we, you know, we speak of the grid in two different ways. Okay. There's the grid at large, which is the whole universe, but the challenge of the grid is actually what you're doing. And in the movie, this is the part where Sam Flynn faces off against Clue and his cronies. <laughs> and so they're going against each other. There's Sam and Flynn. And they're the orange team, right? Sam Flynn is in the, they're the white team and Clue is is orange and yellowish, right? He's got a different color. He's a little darker colored, okay. right, on his orange. And so the light cycles are battling against each other, and they blow up basically into their light. Right. And that's what it is. And so this is the challenge of the grid. Who's supposed to win? And part of it is, if you remember the movie, they go through levels, and they have like flips and turns and stuff like that. <laughs> and so, so cool. So you don't necessarily do the flips and turns, but the visual stuff going on around yeah, you helps you, you experience feel, that. Yeah. So you feel like you do yeah. and you're doing it at a high speed. And so you're going fast, you're going slow, you're being a team. Boy, is it cool. It like, I so can't cool. wait to do it again. Yeah. And I it definitely, definitely was reminiscent for me of um, Rock and Roller Coaster. Just just yeah. the the experience indoors, seeing things and being on that that coaster music uh, yeah yeah right. the music going i mean to me the part that stands out the most was the end scene where the orange team is giant and they're right by you i guess that's the the reason like they're so big is because you feel like they're right by you and then they explode right yeah they crash into you yeah. crash into your light ribbon and you win yeah go team blue yeah I just so I don't have I feel like I don't have enough descriptions of what happened. So I'm like, I'm not as good at at describing it. But I will say that for me, when I got off, I was like, I really wish I had my heart rate monitor going because my I I've never gotten off of a coaster and had that kind of heart rate experience. I guess that's why you should not have heart problems if you're going on that ride. Yeah. But it was and I think the reason my heart was different wasn't just the adrenaline it was that your heart, like your you heart feel is like facing really racing. Here. Well, but your heart is facing downward. Yeah. Yeah. And your position your, your of position, your body. Yeah, yeah. is different than a normal roller coaster where you're upright and you've got neck support and stuff like that. Yeah. So. And, and, you know, to that, to that effect, I will say one thing that, you know, if there is a criticism, it is that you're riding this cycle and you've got to put your neck up. So your body is kind of down yeah, towards the ground. Down. So imagine yeah. like you are, I don't know what the name of the yoga pose is, but imagine you're on the ground, right? Okay. And you're just belly down and then you put your hands down like you're doing a push up, and then you lift your neck up. Yeah. Like you're basically riding like that the whole time. You can only put your neck up so high. And you high. can only put your neck up so high and hold it up for so long before you're like, oh, that, that kind of hurts. Now, the good news is it's it's actually a short roll. It's a, it's not a really long roll. It wasn't coaster. very long, no. Okay. And when I mean short, like it's longer than Seven Dwarves. It's shorter than Slinky Dog. Yeah, you're making that up. I don't know. I don't know. I made yeah. that part up. Maybe it's the same length as Slinky. The Slinky Dog's not a long roller coaster. It felt right? a little longer than Slinky Maybe Dog. Maybe it's a little longer, but but it's about that length, right? And, um, you know, it's over and you're like, oh, I want to do it again because it, it's short. But at the same time, physically, you probably don't want to last much longer than that. Yeah, you that might be You need time to why. reset. 
Well, and I will say, I, I was watching the people when we were waiting on the outdoor part that were putting their arms up, like flying like Superman. And I was like, okay, well, they're doing it, not falling out. So I, yeah. I, I did it. I, I tried, you know, letting go of the handlebars. I know you wanted to feel like you were really riding a motorcycle yeah. the whole time, but I was like, I want to do like the normal roller coaster thing. And yeah. it was cool. Yeah. But I was able to easily just put them back on the handlebars. Yeah, that's awesome. So afterwards, like you said, we were able to get off and easily get our stuff out of our locker. Um, with the preview, we were trying to do our best to kind of stick around and, and take our time and experience, experience what there was because we, we know once we left yeah that was it there there you know the for bathrooms, the previews we did look in the bathrooms. i did look in the bathrooms i wanted to see what they were like they were fine mm-hmm. um you know was there anything special like you would find in galaxy's edge no but they did have the latest advances in dyson technology at the sinks <laughs> right where they had the sinks that came out and they had the hand dryers right there at the sink that was kind of cool um but it was luckily there is a bathroom back there. There is there is a bathroom in that specific area, yeah. uh, and it was big. It was not a small one. It was yeah. a big bathroom. There's there's plenty of space there, <laughs> and um, it was good. Sorry, I got to take a drink. I was here. thinking you were gonna make your there's plenty of space in space. You know, Wally quote there. I think that's what I was gonna say before I started to choke on my tongue. <laughs> oh gosh. So yeah, we we um that was actually when we lined up and took pictures with the light cycle because we didn't want to get out of line or mess up before yeah before we got in. But so we went. <laughs> that was when we saw the the family that was waiting in front of us. There was two little girls and a and a parents and um the girl somehow dropped her dad's hat down. No, it just fell off his head. Oh, I thought she dropped it. No, he was standing there and they were looking down. Oh. And it just blew off his head down to the ground. And the problem was, is where it blew down to happened to be part of the coaster track. Yeah. And so he's asking the cast member. The cast member's like, well, you can check lost and found at the end of the day, but nobody retrieves items during yeah. the middle of the day no, while, the, while the ride's going. Yeah. Like, we can't go down there. So he'll get his bucket hat back later. <laughs> that poor family. They're pretty good about that. But yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was when we took pictures. But like like you said, you stopped and took pictures for our friend Dak of the landscaping because yep. you knew because you want to see what plants are they planting status. there. I'm old woman. I care about plants a lot more than I used to. Yep. Like you took a lot of pictures of plants, this but time. it looked very nice and clean. And I mean, I'm sure it was that way because it's new and fresh. But like, I'm sure that they will keep it looking very pretty. I, I think they will. And, and, you know, one of the things I always get excited about at Christmas time is opening new electronics. I love smelling new electronics. Yes. There's a smell that comes with it. Yes. And that's the same smell that you have inside the attraction queue the there, grid. right? Yeah. It's the same thing you experience when you go to Guardians Cosmic Rewind. And I'm so pleased to sell you that like a year later, it's been open for about a year now. It still smells brand new in there, right? It still smells like fresh electronics. That's great because there's a lot of stinky people going through there every single day, right? I don't I know how they say, do it. By the end of the day, you and I were those stinky people because, guys, our day started at like 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. We were we were stinky. Because we took a 5 a.m. flight to get there for our 3 o'clock pass holder thing. And yeah, which I think was funny that we were in line with people and they're like, you don't live you're not local and you have annual yeah, passes. That, that was like, the thing is most of the people that you're there, actually, a lot of them are locals, right? right? That's the annual pass crowd yeah. that's able to do this. And we we're like, no, like we flew in from Houston today yeah. to do this. And they're looking at us like, wow. I know. But I know other people here in Houston that are pass holders. So I just never thought much of it. And I was like, oh, I guess that does make us a little weird. But yeah. it's all good. 
Yeah. So anything else? Oh, I guess we could say that there was no uh, merchandise. That was definitely a yeah, sore spot. I was, I was disappointed that they didn't have any, any, at least some just regular merchandise. But, but so keep in mind right now, the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company or the Space Mountain gift shop. Yeah. And that is the same gift shop that will sh- be shared with Tron. Tron so yeah. when you exit through there, you can go through that gift shop. They're totally refurbishing it to make it. But I was hoping that even maybe over at Star Traders, they would have Tron the, stuff. some Tron stuff. There was nothing. The only thing they had was the same um, backpack, you know, those designer backpacks yeah. that they had when we were there in November. Yeah. That was it. And in fact, they had less than what they had in November because then they had at least a, a women's T-shirt and stuff like that. There was nothing. I was super disappointed, but I'm optimistic that because they're going to have this gift shop open, there will be stuff there for you. Yeah. I mean, such a lost opportunity. It is a lost opportunity. Now, I do want to say this. So so they're actually what we got to discover is we exited the attraction area from a different spot than where we came in. So they actually guided us through a different exit. Now, when it opens, I don't think that'll be the case. I think you'll be able to come from either one. But we actually yeah, exited like next to the barnstormer. I feel like they have to make it more of a walkway like they used to. Like you used yeah. to be able to walk the, like the whole circle of the park, basically. And, that, and that's exactly what yeah. I think will happen once the previews are over and the thing. Because remember, the actual queue starts way up the ramp. It doesn't start down at the bottom. Yeah. Now, it may stretch down there at a certain point, but I do believe that they'll be able to have that. And so we could, we actually exited next to the Barnstormer. Yeah, I was shocked how close, how close that the canopy was to, to um, Barnstormer. Like, like right it was just like it. right there. I was like, oh, okay. Like it all of a sudden made, all se- made sense, like how it was all connected. Yeah. So you'll have that opportunity and, and now basically it'll be open again and you'll have additional ways to get around the park that, yes, that, thank that we haven't had the last few years because of the with the train and the walkway it'll it'll just make it so much better yeah oh so hopefully if all of our plans go through we're, we we get to go again this summer right and so yep. we'll take our kids our kids were not very <laughs> not very happy that we did this trip there was a lot of bribery going on to um to keep spirits up as much as we could but they are but they were all happy when we got home yeah. and no grudges have been held yeah <laughs> they're looking forward to their trips yes. so you're going to take the younger two in june yeah. and i'm going to take the older two in july yeah and i you know i just yeah, can't my wait hope to go is, again my hope is to have two um i i'm assuming that we're going to want two um reservations for the two days that we're there just for magic kingdom so we can have yeah. more chances to do the ride yeah I think that's absolutely right. And so, hey, everybody, yep. Tron opens April 4th. Should we do, should we end our our episode with like some some quotes like, I'm not a program. Kevin My, Flynn, where are you now? <laughs> no, I'm not a program. My name's Sam Flynn. A user. Get in. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the part where. He's like the motorcycle. He's like, I could do this game or whatever. Like, yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, this I can do. This I can do. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We know. We know a lot about this movie, guys. But I, I still, I need to watch the movie again because I think that will solidify some of the things that I didn't understand. So yeah. Okay, guys. Well, hopefully you get to ride it very soon, April fourth. That's general public. General public, April fourth. Yeah, let us know if there's Tron, merchandise and stuff. Cycle run. We want to know. Okay. Hey, follow us on Instagram, Whistle While You Work Podcast. Take care. Bye. Bye.